It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock. Tim Clock. We realize you have more intelligent and productive ways to invest your time, but we thank you for spending this time with us. This fine program is brought to you by our friends at Yankovich and Spadowski Cleaning Supplies. Nothing says I love you more than a new plunger. It's time for a public service announcement, brought to you by Success Unlimited. Do you have feelings of worthlessness, anxiety, or despondency? Yeah. Well, it stinks to be you, friend. My life's great. This has been a public service announcement by your trusted friends of the 2 o'clock show. Welcome to Adventures in Time and Space. A time and space machine is similar to a time machine, but we'll explain more about that in a minute. But just for now, suffice it to say that this special machine, Matthew and I just built it ourselves. You see, a normal time machine is stuck in one place when they travel through time, but ours is a space and time machine, so we can travel whenever we want and wherever we want. To some, it may just look like a couple metal dumpsters connected together with an old refrigerator welded onto the front of it. That's the beauty of it. No one would ever guess that it's actually the first ever geotemporal vortex facilitator. Well, let's climb in and test this thing out. After you, age before beauty. Well, let's climb in here. Careful, you don't bump your... No! Never mind. Are you sure you want to go through with this? I could test it out alone, just in case. Uh, if something happened to you, I'd have a hard time having seconds on dessert. Besides, I want us both to be the first ever to travel in a geotemporal vortex facilitator. Okay, now remember how to set the dials? Uh, yes. Just remember to never push this big red button unless you absolutely have to. Why? What's it do? I don't remember seeing this before. I just installed it early this morning. It does this. Oh, okay. Hey, you never know when you might need it. It came with these two handy remotes. Just push the button and it honks in case we forget where we parked. Well, we should buckle up and set the dials. It might be good if we close the door. True, I would hate for us to get sucked out into a geotemporal vortex. Your mom would never forgive me. Alright, for our first trip, we're aiming for the year 1753 to visit a young George Washington when he was a major in the English Army, so we can observe his rise to fame. Okay, the dial is set for 1753. Would you care to do the honors and push the button? Sure thing, thanks. Not the red one, the, the go button. I know, I, just, I had to push it again. quick. Well, let's open the door and see where and when we are. It appears to possibly be 1753. Everything is gone, but we're sitting in the field where our house will be in about 260 years. We set the when, but not the where. Remember, set it for the farm in Virginia. Well, we're just learning how to use this. This is our first trip. True. 
If you'd reset the dial and push go when you're ready. Well, let's see when and where we are. We're right next to a barn. I see someone. Is, is that George? He looks like him. Uh, excuse us, sir. Uh, would you happen to be George Washington? Uh, who are you? Where, where do you come from? Uh, how do you move this horse's carriage with no wheels? It's difficult to explain. We're from a distant land. We just arrived. Somehow I expected George Washington to look and sound different. I'm not George. I'm his half-brother, Lawrence. Do you uh, happen to know where we can find George? We've come a long way to see him. He's, he's out on maneuvers with his troops. Do you, do you have any idea when he'll be back? Uh, in about three weeks. We can't wait that long. May we ask you a few questions? Uh, well, why certainly, though, friend. Uh, what's it like to be the half-brother of the great George Washington? It stinks. I'm surprised to hear that. I, I heard he's very honest and hardworking. I suppose you heard the old cherry tree story. The one where uh, where he said I cannot tell a lie and admitted to cutting down the cherry tree? He admitted no such thing, old friend. When our pa cut that saw, the tree was cut down. To, he, he said, Pa, uh, I cannot tell a lie. Lawrence cut it down. That's awful. Why would he say such a thing? Because I did it. Why did you cut down the cherry tree? George told me to. Do you do everything George tells you to do? He told me, Pa said, if I didn't cut down the tree before he came home, Pa would cut down the tree and whoop me with it. What did your Pa do to you? Nothing. He figured I must have had a powerful good reason for cutting down a perfectly good cherry tree. He said I worked so hard I could do all the rest of my chores tomorrow since I admitted to it. What did George think of that? He, he thought he could get out of work too, so he ran and told Pa that he really cut it down after all. What did your Pa do then? He whipped me with a cherry tree for lying and made me do George's chores plus my own. Well, this has been a rather disappointing trip to the past. Uh, this is all for today's adventures in time and space. Past? Past what? Who are you talking to, little friend? Here's another public service announcement brought to you by Zipinski's Automotive Store, purveyors of such beneficial products such as left-handed dipsticks and automotive blinker fluid. There has been a flash flood warning for the Mariana Trench, the city of Atlantis, and the Great Barrier Reef. This public service announcement has been brought to your attention by the 2 o'clock show. The following program is brought to you by Duke's Boomerangs. For people who don't have any friends but still want to play catch. And now it's time for the Cryptid Hotline. I'm your host, Matthew. The Cryptid Hotline is for callers to call in from across the globe with information on sightings of strange creatures and phenomenon. Our lines are open 24-7, and it sounds like we're getting a caller now. Hello? Uh, 
this is, uh, this, uh, this is, um, is this, is this Louis? Uh, no, you have called the Cryptid Hotline on 2 o'clock show. I, I didn't call for chicken, I, I'm calling Louie. Well, I'm afraid, sir, you have a wrong number. My number's always been the same. I, I don't understand. I, I was just calling for chicken. I, I, you've misdialed, sir. You've input the wrong number. But this ain't Louie's chicken? No, this is not. Oh, well, then why'd you call me? All right, we're going to go to the next caller now. Hello, this is the Cryptid Hotline. You're on 2 o'clock on the air. Yeah, this is Jim Bob Swanson. Hello, sir. And have you called with a, with information on a sighting? Yes, sir. I was down at uh, Lake Evans there at uh, Fairmont Park in Riverside, California. And uh, me and, me and uh, Floyd was down there, and we was... We was fishing, and uh, I says, boy, Floyd, it sure is probably hot today, ain't it? And Floyd said, yep. And uh, so we was cracking the cold one down there, and, and we seen, uh, all of a sudden, we seen, we seen the duck. He just, he just up and disappeared. Well, that's certainly interesting, sir, but uh, this hotline is for uh, strange sightings on um, things you've actually, well, seen. Um, like, uh, for instance, some might report a Bigfoot sighting or the Chupacabra, things along those lines. Um, do you happen to see anything else besides a disappearing duck? Yep, we seen we seen we seen big humps out in the water, and uh, and a minute later, we sees another duck. He just up and just vanished right out of the water, just bloop, and he was gone. And then we seen another hump. Then we seen two humps in the water, and we. We think it was Evie the, the Evans Monster. Evie the Evans Monster? Is this a uh, locally known cryptid? Uh, I think so, because me and Floyd seen him before, back in 74. Um, and uh, we seen him, he, his whole head was sticking up out of the water at night. He was in the lake, and they, he, was, he was rattling a, a canoe in his jaws. Oh, I see. Can, can you describe what his head looked like? Well, he had a head kind of looked like a Volkswagen bug attached to a long old neck. That's a interesting description. Did it? Did it have? Did it have windshield wipers? No, but but his windows, his his eyes kind of looked like a windshield. You know, it was as if they was red, and he had horns, and he had big old teeth, and he was he was just like everybody says that he looks like. I see. Are are there any any other reports you could give us on Ebby the Lake Monster? Well, sir, Floyd's mom, Betty, uh, she's a good woman. Uh, goes to church regular like she she don't never lie. Um, she 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 she, she seen uh Ebby uh nineteen seventy eight, and uh, she was down there at a Boy Scout picnic, and one of the boys got et by Ebby, and and. But to this day, they never found him, and they think that every done at this Boy Scout. I see. Uh, not to uh, pull your credibility into question, sir, but are there any? Uh, is there any information you can give us on this disappearance of this boy for confirmation of your story? Nope, because Floyd's mom's dead. She she died back in eighty one. So 
So she took that story with her to her grave, but but we believed her, and and we know that she probably seen that that ever eaten that boy. Okay, well, thank you very much, sir, for calling in. Um, we have definitely documented this case, and have definitely put it in a file somewhere, and it's definitely going somewhere. We're not just discounting your tale. Uh, have a good day, sir. It would seem we have another caller waiting. Hello, you've called the Cryptid Hotline for the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. It is the coldest snow we had that winter. Hello, sir? Yes, it was the coldest snow we had that winter. We had gone ice fishing in New Hampshire, and it was colder than a well digger's bottom. And my wife and I were ice fishing, and we saw the the monster come out of the ice. He poked his head through the hole, and it was it was the coldest snow. We had that winter. And uh, could you tell me, sir, what did the monster look like? He was he was silver. He he looked rather like a fish. Sir, is it possible that you've just seen a fish? No, it's impossible because it was winter and we were on the ice. The, a fish cannot live in ice. Uh, why anyone would fish on ice is beyond me, but we went along with my my in-laws because they insisted on fishing on ice, even though it was the coldest snow we had that winter. Well, sir, could you, could you uh, give us a further description of what it looked like? Did it have any unique characteristics or features? It was, it was uh, about four feet long and silver, had large, threatening eyes that, that glared at me. It made me very frightened, and, and he, we pulled him out of the hole, and he flopped around on the ice, and he, he, he gnashed at us with his teeth. He had, he had teeth, and he, he thrashed on the ice for a minute or so, and then he went stiff. Sir, I, I think I have some news for you. By by all accounts, this sounds like you actually caught a fish from from under the ice. No, fish do not live in the ice. They would freeze. They they would be stiff. This one was moving. He he watched me. He he threatened me with 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 evil looks. They, he wanted to to invade my soul. He he was an evil beast. He was a monster. Okay, well, thank you for calling, sir. Um, Don't forget, it was the, the, the coldest snow we had that winter. Yes, we've definitely, we've documented that. I'm sure we have. Have a good day, sir. This has been the Cryptid Hotline for the 2 o'clock show. Have a good day, everyone. One of the kind advertisers on the 2 o'clock show 
is Granny's Cookies since 1905, and we have Granny herself on the phone today uh, for a brief interview, um, and we're going to ask her some questions about her, her fine business that she has been uh, operating since 1905. Um, are you there, Granny? working hello hi granny are you there this this is tim clock from the two o'clock show no it's three forty-five. i i think you may have a wrong number this 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 is tim clock from the two o'clock two o'clock show uh we were going to interview you uh ask you some questions about your granny's cookie company oh yes we make cookies here so what got you in interested in uh, baking cookies and selling them? Uh, we use a number of instruments to make our cookies. Uh, for a while, I just baked them out of my oven back in 1903. And things have really exploded since then. Uh, not like a fire explosion, of course. But, well, now we have a factory. Um... I just have an interesting question. Now, if you've been baking cookies since 1905 or 1903, that puts you well over 100 years old. Yes. That's that's amazing to be uh, still baking cookies every day for, for over 100 years. Oh, I don't do the baking anymore. I'm, I'm just the, uh, the overseer. In my hands, they have uh, the copper tunnel. I can't, I can't handle the the dials or or the trays anymore. So, what got you interested in in selling uh, cookies to the public? I'm sorry, what? What got you interested in selling cookies to the public? Oh, I was hard up for cash one evening, and I thought, well, I could sell drugs like the other children, or I could bake cookies. And I didn't have the, the means to sell drugs, but I had an oven. So I started baking cookies. I see. Um, how, many, how many employees do you have for your company? Two. And one is a golden retriever. I'm a little disappointed in him, though. He hasn't retrieved any gold throughout his entire employment. That's, that's too bad there, Granny. Um, well, it sure has been great talking with you, and we appreciate you uh, advertising on our, our program. We know you make very generous contributions to our, our podcast. What's a podcast? Well, thanks again, Granny, and we shall talk to you later. I don't have an alligator. Our program director, Obadiah Perkins, would personally like to thank you for tuning in to our program today, and as well as our one of our favorite sponsors, Culligan Mulligan O'Sullivan and Chang Mexican Food. And for the listeners that have made it this far, we'd like to thank you for making it to the end of the podcast. Tune in next time for something that we definitely have planned and won't come up with five minutes beforehand.